alone or nothing, but with a few people we create a scene and it becomes something strong. Welcome to Writers on Wax, the Sound of Graffiti podcast. It's a series of conversations with a select number of artists who are proficient in two worlds, graffiti writing and musical production. The series includes interviews with artists who've contributed to the Writers on Wax series produced by Risedell and to give context to Writers on Wax, The Sound of Graffiti Volume 2, which has just hit the stores. This episode features an interview with a Gothenburg-based graffiti writer and self-confessed electro-fundamentalist, Luke Eargoggle, aka Dudes. I'm Mark Dix, and this is Writers on Wax, The Sound of Graffiti podcast. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Mark here. Hey, fine. Sorry for all the delays. It's just been too fucking crazy. Sorry. That's all right. I want to hear all about it. So you just turned 50, right? You were celebrating? Yeah, and it was like four days, uh, you know, four days with uh, minor sleep and full on, you know, crazy. So, yeah, blah, 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 you know. Because people, they came in from different places and they, they wanted to have their share of uh, the party, you know. So I was in the center, so I had to sacrifice in the 50s, you know. I feel uh, I'm a bit tired, but I am also have a big smile, you know. It's, uh, it's cool to be 50 plus, you know. It's kind of cool for me. I, I didn't expect that in my life. Yeah, I mean, when I think we we all started painting or or making music, DJing pretty young, right? And I don't know if at that time there were there were people in their fifties who were who were still painting. No, I think you you know, like maybe uh, when I started to paint, like in eighty four, I was like the first big Nordic uh, European generation. I'm sure with Style Wars when it came on the. 21st of September in uh, 1984, people here, uh, you know, Denmark, Finland, Sweden, just get crazy, you know, and stop doing football, stop doing, uh, you know, whatever, just started to rack cans and paint, you know. It was all down to that documentary in your case then. There was no, there was no real um, proto-graffiti before that that you were aware of. There were few, you know, like uh, there were few people that were, they are like 555 now, like uh, DC and Siggy from Stockholm. They are 55 years, I'm 50. And uh, there were some other guy here, one guy called Jaffney Pasha, he's also like 55. There were few people that that got it, you know, but but the, the major storm of of uh, vandalism and uh, you know from it uh, started with uh, people 72 73 71 you know these years were the major i guess and 72 is definitely the biggest graffiti here in sweden you still you, you still consider yourself a graffiti writer uh, yeah, yes, I consider myself very much graffiti writer, not an artist at all, you know. And what's, uh, what's the difference like there people, for you? Well, people, they want to, if, you, if you're an artist, you want to get into the galleries and you want to be, you know, like your mother would like it, <laughs> you know what I mean, a bit. For, for, for me, I feel like graffiti bomber and... Uh, and the vandal somehow that is not, 
Uh, oh, you're an artist. You, 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 and for me, okay, it's, of course, it's sort of art, but for me, it's really graffiti. Graffiti is like hardcore letters, you know. Uh, like, um, I don't want it to be too arty. I want it to be graffiti, if you know what I mean. Sure. I don't think that Sweden is maybe the best place to to be a graffiti writer. Um, it doesn't have the best conditions. The paint's expensive. No. The the law is is very strict against graffiti. So it takes a, a yeah. special <laughs> individual to 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 carry on, especially for so long as you have. Yeah, it's, but it also makes us really hardcore, you know. To find the, it makes it really a good play, you know, with uh, with the system. Uh, so a lot of detective works to to paint the whole car sometimes in the hardest place I know in Stockholm at the moment. Uh, we don't uh, where I live we have trams and trains, but no no subway in in Gothenburg. But I know in Stockholm they they can plan for one whole car for three weeks. They take time and you know are out all night just for one hit. You know to because it's like detective work almost. You know. You're still in uh, in touch with the illegal side of graffiti, then? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I bombed the inside yesterday. Yeah. So <laughs> for, for, for me, it's uh, it's just I don't care. You know, it, I, I do so little illegal that I take the risk. You know, if you know what I mean, I, I, I take it because I'm. I did, uh, I did. I did my duty. <laughs> How do you say? You know, my years of you know just living for this and uh, with the price uh, I have to pay with a lot of fees and and a lot of, you know, you don't gain at it. Uh, you, of course, I pay the legal walls and stuff to get money and jobs. But for me, it's still, um, it's a culture. When you see people paint illegal, you get that swing in the letters. If you do with legal, you don't get the, the drama of the line, you know. You, you can't feel it, but you know what I mean. Just a chrome on a, on concrete with two colors. It's the best for me to feel really alive or something dramatic and beautiful or something. With these interviews that I've been doing, it's actually not something I've really touched on, and that, and that's consequences. Um, I know for some people it could be consequences with the law. It could be with the health. Or it could be with yeah. um, with their families, or or worse, you know. Yeah. Um, for, yeah. for you, um, what's been the? Has there been any points where the consequences um, have have made you think maybe this isn't worth it? Maybe I should give up. Yeah, it's it's when I get 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 uh, if 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 I continue, you're gonna go. You're you're this close to to jail to prison. I had the, I just came out from a two year uh, how do you say probation or how do you say, yeah probation you know, uh, yeah I, I I had I had two years if I do anything whatever I do I, I will go to jail so now it's over this uh, two years test test year so how do you say you know yeah then like a suspended sentence we would call it in the UK I don't know what yeah yeah call it exactly, in other places exactly so now I can do what I want again so now I'm. I'm ready to risk it again, you know, to do a whole car soon. Do, do, you, do, you, uh, mind, um, do you mind saying what, what you had problems for the last time? Uh, like vandalism. 
Okay. Van, uh, graffiti. Gra- graffiti, van, they call it vandal graffiti. And, and that's always been the case. Was that the, the, the first time you got caught then? Uh, I got caught once before really big in 91. Uh, it was like really, really big thing. And then uh, my life collapsed somehow. My mother, it, it, it was a big family thing. So then I, I promised her to, you know, stop it. But then I, instead I went into the rave scenes, you know, and started to, yeah, psychedelic drugs, music. And then I came back to graffiti when my son was born in 95. So 98, I started more and more. And, you know, then I combined rave music, graffiti, my life, you know, like, yeah, one, one highway to paradise or something else but you know <laughs> so I guess when you yeah. when you were your son's age that was like a prime um, t- uh, yeah prime time for, for painting um, is he does he have the same passion for, for graffiti he has the passion for chefs he's uh, playing in the, the highest division in Sweden chefs uh, so it's another kind of tactic you know so I was really happy that he didn't follow my uh, pattern, you know, because my pattern is, uh, if he would have been like me, he could even be worse because he's my son, then I would have big, big problems, you know. Right, I see. You think it was um, easier, in a way, to be a graffiti writer 20 years ago, 30 years ago, than it is now? Uh, I think it was somehow easier, but also so much more fun, you know because uh, there were no cameras, there were no, yeah, you also have to, if you saw some other crew maybe paint with, you know, you see the ink of somebody, what the fuck is that ink? How, how can we do it? And nobody told each other, you know, because it was a battle back in the day. Now the battle is kind of gone because it's an industry, I think, uh, for me. But uh, it was a really battle scene with, uh, um, materials and wow how, how do they get these thick lines or you know because there were no you couldn't buy your buy yourself to be a writer now you can go in in one shop and you will be the writer in five minutes did you have you changed your style much over the years i mean you still rock a really traditional 90s style did you ever try to modernize or has this always been your approach <laughs> Yeah, my approach since day one is uh, Dondi, um, Dondi Pando, you know, all this European classic style. It's uh, it's in my heart and it will always be my aim for, for twisting the letters. Instead of de- develop my style, I, I want to go into the style because the style is already there. I don't, I don't want to... Some people say, oh, you're still doing the same, the same. Yeah, I do the same, but the few style writers that are in my shelf of graffiti, they know the millimeters are the one that counts, that that you can feel, oh, you did that twist there, oh, you're crazy, you know, like, (laughs) it's really stupid, but wonderful, you know, like, for me, I don't want to develop too much. I, I want to focus more and develop in the minor things of 
what is already created or I don't know if how it sounds good. Sure. Do you is there a piece that you that you feel that you were particularly happy with? There is one piece uh, that I made in Stockholm in a, a Skilstar Hall of Fame, nineteen eighty nine. That is uh, maybe um, I don't know. It's it's when I see it now, it's hard to believe I made it myself actually, and we were so young and everything was stolen. I lived there for three weeks with uh, Caster, uh, a painter from Stockholm, that is a very good friend. And um, th this piece is really, it's, uh, it's been voted by Stockholm writers to be one of the best in Stockholm ever. And I, I made it when I was 16, 17, no money, three weeks in Stockholm, only racking food, racking paint, just, just living graffiti, you know, like really, totally hardcore you don't even realize how hardcore it is because you didn't have anything to compare with you know who were your influences at the time who did you look up to oh it's it's always been Bando and Dondi for me mm -hmm. but also like Siggy and DC from Stockholm mm -hmm. they were like the oldest in Sweden and you know a bit ahead of I come from Gothenburg the second city so they were always this channel of writers and caster, of course, always. Uh, and my friends, Dwayne Pike, Dean Crew, you know, all this channel of, yeah, my, my friends, but also my partners somehow. A lot of these guys are still active. I mean, I, I recognize quite a few of these names that you're, that you're mentioning. It yeah, 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 yes, yes, I, I think it, the, uh, some of the guy in inmates, uh, I don't think I should mention the name because they are too active. But um, all the others are active in maybe doing more um, like canvases and stuff like this, but still active in the graffiti scene and developing and doing. Yeah, graffiti stuff, not only art or such. So, yeah, it's still, people are still in the game. Um, we're obviously having this conversation because not only uh, are you a dedicated graffiti writer, um, that you're also maybe even better known as a musician. Um, uh, yeah, that, 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 uh, that's actually true. <laughs> um, I don't know if that was your intention or, or you feel that you're, you're a more skilled musician than you are a graffiti writer. Oh. Um, but I, think, I, I, think, I think it's uh, for me, uh, music, you can go deeper into the styles. It's even deeper than graffiti. Graffiti is kind of flat compared with how deep you can get with the sounds. It's like you can go underneath the surface of the sea, like Rexia, or you can go high up in the air, like like I do, try to sometimes. Uh, it, it, the spectrum is so big and the sounds, uh, you can create so much there's still so much to create uh, uh, with music that it make it makes it deeper for me and and uh, also when I got my son I I, I, I was uh, his mother weren't able to be with us so I, I had him much uh, on my own 
So I had to be home all all the time, and, and then the friend uh, lent me, gave me his studio for three years, so I could make music. And I started to wow, what is this? And and people said, this is really good. Did you make this? Yes. And then I started my label, and then it just been going on without even thinking about it because it's just natural to be creative and. Yeah, uh, since I couldn't run around outdoors and and um, paint at night because I had to be home, music was my um, way to express myself. I think music takes a slightly different type of personality than than is really attracted to graffiti, which is why I think yeah. it's interesting that there are people like you out there or the other people on the Writers on Wax compilation, people who, who can spend a lot of time on their own just listening to a hi-hat over and over or, or just trying to get a yeah. loop correct. But at the same time, they enjoy you know the, the social aspect and, and even the adrenaline of graffiti I guess yeah. the, the, for me the part that's more interesting is, is the hours of solitude that, that uh, music really requires yes it, it's all far from adrenaline in one way but sometimes when you get close to to your dreams or what didn't, you didn't even think was possible you can get even stronger adrenaline in the studio uh that is kind of heavenly or um, religious. The, in my, I'm not a believer in religious, but it's so big that you can feel uh, something is bigger than you, you know, that travels through you or mind and touch with your fingers and you were part of creating it. and. Uh, that that is really really beautiful to me to be a part of because sometimes my best songs I can't take credit for them almost because it's too big for me at least especially the I, I guess the religious sensation would be when you've got a when you when you can play your music out especially what you know you can play your own music you can play it do a live performance of your own music and people are really appreciative of it and show their appreciation. They turn up in numbers. Yay. That's, that must yeah, be a fantastic it's, sensation. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, it's sometimes when you, then when you affected people, like other people affected me, uh, uh, it's hard to be on the other side to, um, to take the, Credits, but some time you know that you really made it nice. But I'm always been like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think ever since I was young, I was left by my father, and I had to prove myself to my life. To uh, I, I've been battling with my brothers. Everything in my life has been a competition. I understand the older I get, it's it's a competition. Whatever I do. And it's kind of sad, but also nice to know if I want to change it, I can change it now, you know, uh, at the rest of the time I have in my life. But I also like it, you know, competition can also drive things further, like styles or music or who can do the best baseline, you know, like this. It's also good. 
This is one one thing I read in an interview with you that you probably won't remember. It was a long time ago. You were asked what uh, equipment you used to to make your music, and and you said you prefer not to yeah. not to say. I, I like that in a way because the, these days everything is available to to whoever wants to know it through the internet. There's so few yeah. secrets still around. Yeah, and it's uh, like. Um Every synthesizer you can make something good with. Uh, I guess every synthesizer is magic. But some synthesizers are, of course, meant for certain styles. Uh, but for me, what I use is kind of not that interesting, but it's, you know, I could say everything I use and people would still not get the same sound picture at all. And... Um, I don't know, it's just uh, the curiosity, you have to also fight and a little yourself to find it. And But of course, if I meet you, like we drink beers or whatever, I tell you, you know, probably because I will get drunk, you know. But it's not that really rare or strange. So I, I could say also what I use, but it's more interesting that people find their own ways because then I will listen to their music as well, or something. You and I met a few years ago. It was Paris. There was a party um, yeah. at, on Bateau Far. It was uh, my friend yeah. uh, Luca Lozano and Helena Hauf was the headliner that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, also, yeah, I remember. And also, like, uh, Broken Toys uh, um, was there. Uh, Okay, yeah, I remember. I remember very well that I played live set. Yeah, shout out to Privacy and Mr. Ho who were also on the bill. That was a great gig. Exactly. exactly. But the re the reason I bring it up is because Helena Half, who now is you know, an enormous name in in music and in festivals and in, in clubs, she she cited you as an influence. So um, I mean, I, I guess I think it's no secret that that she probably as uh, enjoys more more success maybe on, on a mainstream circuit than, than you've been able to or at least at the moment but how does it feel like to have people like influential artists um, use you as a, a reference it's uh, it feels really good and it also feels somehow I'm a very strict conservative electro freak I am very 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 electro and maybe most electro you can find actually you know i know that after all these years i'm obsessed with electro music and and um, if and i also this kind of person that uh, you know i i'm actually kind of introvert but when i meet people i can get nervous and i get extrovert you know or something like that but it, it feels good i'm, I'm happy it's uh, it's, it's, it's it makes because we we all together make the scene alone or nothing but with a few people we create a scene and it becomes something strong so i i i i, I like it very much um how do you feel about meeting your own personal heroes or influences i guess from graffiti or from music uh, which are my influences or I guess, I don't know if you ever met Drexia in person or um... yes I, I know Gerald personally pretty good mm. uh, Doctor Effect he's mm. a friend 
So, I mean, do, uh, do you think it's a good idea to, to meet um, the people that you admire like this? Or do you think do you think sometimes it's better to just to leave them there on the shelf? <laughs> sometimes, definitely better to not. Definitely. But in this case, since uh, we are both uh, uh, similar in that, in stuff and we had we spent kind of much time together and had a few long conversations so uh, in this case I'm really happy in other cases I'm really would love not that we wouldn't have met you know because the, the music is much more nice than the person but with Gerald Donald uh, I'm very happy to to know him um, so I want to talk a little bit about electro because it, for me it seems electro is kind of the it's a part of the story of hip hop that doesn't make it into um, the storybooks. So let, let's I mean let's go back to to style wars and we see how the people are cutting it up and the breaks and and everything. But electro yeah. is kind of the anti breaks, isn't it? I mean, although yeah, we had it, the it, it started like like Egyptian lover for for example when he came back and started playing in Europe and uh, and. Um, you know, they called it old school in the uh, USA. They called it electro old school. Uh, so when they, many people from USA came to to Europe, you know, all of us were like electro, electro, you know, like really, they were like, whoa, you know, what is electro? Yeah, it's what you do, you know. Like, for us, it was electro, you know, the old school electro or neo electro or, you know, like bass, electro, all this, because there are so many genres inside electro, like even freestyle goes a bit into electro, you know. What, what's electro then? If if, if hip-hop is um, breaks and a guy rapping over the top, what's yeah. electro? Uh, Hashim, all my fish. Um, that's not hip-hop. That is instrumental first style of old school hip hop influence, but electro. Uh, that is, and it comes the most came from trust work when people started copying from the hip hop scene and get to know like Planet Rock, for example. It's very hard if it. It's, it is electro, but it's a very old school electro. And it's also hip hop. But what is it? I don't know. It's old school electro to me. Um, with hip hop in it, but it's much more scientific or. Uh, it's another twist. It's really millimeters. It's hard to explain. I guess it's also depends on on the people listening to it, but when Hashim and the Egyptian lover and everybody that was really into craft work, then the hip hop scene started to get more electric. Uh, and then that's, that's when uh, another type of electro started that went further onto like a Doppler effect when it's 
become totally perfection um, scientific or almost fascist beat like really or, or not fascist but as, as a record called fascist state really uh, harsh and really like poor poor to the floor instead of a lot of other drums and more like into techno electro it's it's uh, for me it's a very hard question to it's so big i could speak for hours maybe about this i don't know so what um, what's next for you i mean uh, after the the release of this record which i hope will um will will bring a, a new audience to to your music um what do you plan to do for for the next uh, months uh, or years even um, this year i've been painted uh, i think last four years i painted like 250 pieces a year but now next year i will uh, only do music so i'm rebuilding my studio at the moment um, I created my studio room, and so uh, music is on the schedule for the next year. Like a lot of music, and and my label just continue. And also, I'm starting a new label for ambient music for listening music and um, new age ambient called Still Life. And my other label is Stilevan, so it's like a, a brother or a sister to that label. I'm definitely looking forward to, to listening to, to some of that. Um, last question. Oh, yeah. um, you were you a little bit late today because you came from the tattoo parlor. You want to tell us a little bit about your new ink? Yeah, my new ink is actually the Drexia. <laughs> I can send you a picture when uh, uh, after the I just, uh, just uh, did the, the Drexia logotype. Is this going to be something that you'd po uh, publish on your um, wild Instagram feed? Are you going to share it yeah, with the rest maybe, of us? Maybe not. It, it, may, maybe, maybe not. It, it's too obvious and silly, you know, so I might not do it because it's like, <coughs> oh, we did the Drexia tattoo, you know. But uh, maybe, maybe not. I will, I will still send, send it to you so you can look at it anyway. Thanks a lot. And then if anyone else is curious, eargoggle underscore electro is the Instagram of the great dudes. Um, well, thanks yes. so much for making the time to talk to me. Uh, it's been a really yes, good interview. Thank you. And uh, so sorry for for being hard to to read. Uh, but I, 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 had, I had these crazy days and now I'm landing back on planet Earth. I've been to Jupiter. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, mate. Well, um, yeah, gratis thank for you. your birthday and, and thank you again. Thank you, Thank you, Miguel. Writers on Wax is a project that sheds light on the musical output of graffiti writers, providing a platform for these unique artists who are as comfortable with an aerosol as they are sitting in front of a synthesizer. Some of the names to have featured on the compilations include Oshimeos, Ven, aka Adam X, and Nug. Like, follow, and share the series if you like what you heard, and go to roysdial.com to get your limited edition copy.